good evening everyone welcome to the winning edge talk show this is vishwanath your host i am a sports psychology coach and the author of success mantra in sports i've been training many athletes mentally for a number of years i once again welcome you all many years ago people had a mental block that a mile which is now which is simply 1.609 kilometers could not be run in within 3 or 4 minutes until roger banister did it and later on in the same year many people broke the record they could be able to run the mile in less than 4 minutes today it that may not be even the uh, high school athletics timing okay now many sports fans and the sports fraternity india have this mental block going by the records of indians in the olympics as far as athletics and swimming is concerned india cannot win the medal in the olympics in athletics and swimming but there are many aspirants out there who are working very hard to disprove this belief i have with me one such athlete an international swimmer who is working very hard and he has dreams of uh, making it to the olympics and win a medal for india let me welcome mr siva shridhar an international swimmer from karnataka india he has been an elite swimmer representing india in many international meets he is an international middle distance swimmer he participates in the 200 400 meters individual medley and the 100 and 200 meters backstroke mr siva has won 188 state and national meet meet medals and five international medals he was awarded the best sportsman of the year in the year 2019 by the karnataka olympic association he has also trained in durban south africa for 3 years so without much ado i do let's get talking to siva sridhar welcome to the show siva is really thank nice you having so thank you so Wonderful. much for the introduction it was really nice thank you so much yes you most welcome siva tell me how did you take to swimming and how old were you were then when you started swimming um so uh, first of all i joined swimming at a very young age of uh, four and a half uh, i think i was in ukg that time so we had this uh, swimming pool in our school itself it's a 25 meter pool it was a small pool and um, actually my dad and mom were looking for sports for me to join because i was a really hyperactive kid when i was young <clears throat> so we wanted to channelize the energy in the right direction you know so um, we first joined tennis but tennis didn't work out well because i was really obese as a kid okay uh, so uh, i wasn't able to run properly then we looked at the other option of swimming when uh, the first time when they made me enter the water it wasn't a good experience to be honest and uh, same for the first few sessions but slowly i really started developing a beautiful relationship with the sport of swimming so i think that's how it started everything wonderful i think it has been some 15 or years since you were been dominating the pool and you had been swimming 
uh, how did yeah. the journey go on from a kid at four and then uh, you made it this far how was the journey oh um the journey was <clears throat> full of ups, ups and downs to be honest um first we started training at koimatur with my coach uh, mr haridas at perk school so then um once i started getting a little bit older by age of seven or eight he said i need better coaching so we moved to bangalore and um, i started training under coach uh, padmanab and uh, coach pradeep so that's where i really started developing the foundations of swimming and that's where i started performing as a sub junior and a junior swimmer the level of uh, state and national level basically that's where i started winning medals then um jsw as an organization uh, identified my talent um so they made me part of their uh, youth development program so they sent me to south africa as a part of scholarship where we would train with uh, the coach of chadley close chadley close one of the best swimmers of all time as you all know and um, and also i right now also i'm training in bac so the journey has mostly been in bangalore and south africa so yeah that's the thing that's really nice so you're one of the dreamers who want to swim in the Olympics and bring a medal for India. This year in April, you were supposed to be there for the qualifier to the Olympics, but due to the Corona, uh, everything has been postponed. Uh, are you disappointed? Um, yes, uh, there will be a slight feeling of disappointment always because you're working towards something and that thing has uh, completely come to a halt. But uh, if you look at the bright side, I do have more time to improve upon my own skills, um, <clears throat> my own timing, I have a whole year. So I've kept some things in my mind to work on, basically the things which I can do outside the pool, how to become a better person outside the pool, the strength aspect and all those things. So it it's one side, it's a disappointment, but the other side, it really gives me an opportunity to really improve upon the things which I have not had time to work on, basically. So yeah, it's like that. So you're keeping your hopes very high and whenever it happens you're going to have a go at it yeah 100 yes. <laughs> percent. okay so when the qualifying qualifying uh, event takes place at any time how confident are you in getting a birth to the olympics how close are you uh, with the timings as far as the qualification is concerned so uh, my plan is basically to get qualified in the 200 meters individual medley the A qualification time is uh, a whole five seconds away from the time I actually go right now. So it's it's a lot of time for swimming, to be honest. But the thing is, uh, when it comes to individual medley, it's four strokes. It's not like uh, when you're swimming, for example, a 200 meters freestyle, you're just focusing on a single stroke. You have to only improve on that one particular thing. But in individual medley, you have so many things to improve on. You have each stroke to improve on. You have the turns, you have the finishes, you have the strategies, there's so many aspect so i feel it is easier to improve as an as a im event so i am also pretty confident that there's a lot of areas to work on and i am also pretty confident that reach that level so yeah let's hope so i'm wishing that you know you'll be able to make it so Thank you. my best wishes to you uh, tell us about the encouragement and support you have received to make it this far uh <clears throat> i i really don't know where to start basically i mean Obviously, I started my parents because they have done so much for me. Uh, we are basically a middle-class family. We are not that privileged, you know. Uh, but still, uh, they have been supportive in every way possible. My 
mom has been every day she's committed to make uh, the dietary requirements come to me properly and my dad is also uh, really helpful in terms of taking me to places being there for me talking to me when i'm in my lows and we also do a lot of goal uh, settings and all those things so there's a lot of communication my parents and I, that's that's what i think is a main factor to the support uh, as a thing and i also had really good the circle of friends so anywhere i go i've always got really good friends for me support me to push me during the workouts uh, be there for me when i'm when times are not good and stuff like that and also the coaches um, i mean coach pradeep uh, has always been there for me whenever i've been training with him he used to tell, pinpoint the things i can work upon uh, you know during the competition or things like that and uh, there are lots of other people uh, i it's not enough time to mention in one single video but yeah thankfully by all uh, good good luck i've been around really good and really positive people around me so i think that's the reason what have you to say about uh, jain university which has a host of international athletes it's there's a wonderful sporting culture out there i think jain uh, has been back, the backbone for my support from the past 2 years to be honest they have uh, helped me with all the um, uh, college work first of all all the teachers and staff and stuff and when it comes to the uh, sports department they have helped me a lot in terms of going to different meets and when i go to different meets the attendance comes into play and they help uh, to cope up in that way and also they gave me an opportunity to participate in the university nationals which is i think it's a really a uh, good meet for me to showcase my talent and stuff so um i remember last time 2018 when uh, jane conducted the university nationals they conducted it really well like it was like a proper international meet with all the touch pads and everything so i think they are elevating sports to a whole new level so i'm really proud of what jane is doing very nice you train at the bac uh, which has traditionally produced so many international swimmers and even now you are with so many international swimmers as your co-swimmers in that pool now uh, the whole atmosphere is competitive uh, but still nurturing so how is it to be with those elite swimmers and those top coaches how have you been so, benefited yeah i mean it's it's i am really blessed to be in a club like uh, basungudi aquatic center they have really helped me to bring to the top basically um, there was a phase where the first time i got into the senior badge with uh, uh, coach pradeep and there used to be like i think there were three olympians two two olympians uh, in the badge and there were like about 20 national champions and i was this uh, young 14 year old kid who had to practice with them so i had a lot to learn from them in terms of how they approach practice how they approach the hard sets how they used to talk to the coaches because you know communication between the coaches and the swimmers really important and also i tried to you know uh, pace with them because i wanted to be like them they were my role models um, swimmers like sajan uh, gagan saurabh all all these uh, guys rehan pauncha they they are all my role models so i i tried to be like them you know swim as fast as they do but obviously it was impossible as a 14 year old kid but i did learn a lot to be honest and then um, once i came back from south africa i was the one of the most senior most swimmers in bse but again uh, this was a different scenario where i had juniors 
who are facing the same scene as how I was facing when I was 14 years, looking up to me, you know, as a international swimmer. So, but the thing is, uh, BAC culture has always been really strong. They have been developing a lot of international swimmers all around, and it's really uh, nice to be a part of this uh, family. So, yeah. A life for an athlete is no bit of roses, especially when he has to step each uh, each step of the ladder on the to the top. So even you have mentioned earlier that uh, uh, you had a lot of challenges. Uh, can you mention any of those that you had to face, make it this big? Actually, maybe uh, there were these your financial challenges, your uh, maybe the physical, mental thing. Financially, it's still a challenge to be honest. Uh, I've not got any sponsors yet. We're looking forward for that. Um, maybe um, sponsorship from a swimming brand uh, that will come as I go for more international meets and win more medals so I'm patient for that but um, till then uh, we'll have to uh, manage with the financial support is my parents my financial support my parents till then but the real challenges I didn't find any financial constraints uh, till now uh, so that was not the real challenge real challenges were the setbacks and uh, you know the times I really couldn't improve even though I was practicing every day you know the those times were really dark times for me um, especially the time when I was in South Africa where uh, we were sent for an Olympic program basically to get qualified for 2021 but the thing is I was going the same times there for two continuous years there's no improvement whatsoever and there were a lot of aspects you know uh, first thing was um, I was not that mentally strong to face that uh, South African atmosphere, to be honest. Uh, I used to win every time in India and then I go to a, an atmosphere where, you know, I kept losing continuously a lot of races. So that hit me in my mind. So I think, but the good thing is I learned from it and I took mind training as a really serious aspect after that. But the other challenge came like food, food as a challenge came up, um, diet as a challenge came up. So, a lot of challenges with South Africa and when I came back to India um, one whole year I had uh, you know to reshape myself and uh, so yeah it, it took a lot of time I still remember uh, 2018 uh, senior nationals uh, I missed uh, I, I was supposed to get my first senior national medal as a newly come senior like I I was 18 that time so I missed the bronze medal by 0 0.1 uh, which hit me really hard <laughs> But then, um, you know, we focused on the things we had to do and not let that setback get to me, get to my mind. Then we worked on and next year, hope, uh, by all God's grace, we could win a few medals, you know, senior nationals and international meets. But yeah, there were a lot of... Are you supported by any organization or a sponsor uh, who is able to meet your uh, requirements, uh, financial... As as of now, no, uh, but I was supported by JSW um, from 2015 to 2017 and where they helped me uh, travel to different places, to different countries, participate in different events. And I was also part of this scholarship where I was studying in Glenwood High School, South Africa, where they used to take care of all the expenses and stuff. But as of now, no, I, I don't have any sponsorship of that sort. Okay. One day you'll find someone. Okay. Uh, how did you feel when you broke a national record at the South Asian Games to be declared the best Indian in that category in the 200 meter medley? What's the feeling? 
Like, was it after you came back uh, from South Africa? Oh, yeah, it was after I came back. It was two years, in fact, after two years after I came back from South Africa. This happened uh, in 2019, uh, uh, end uh, Nepal. September? So, okay, okay. Yeah, so um, that was in the 200 meters individual medley. Actually, uh, it's it's a really nice uh, uh, memory for me because I was I wasn't actually selected for the 200 meters individual medley because uh, uh, Mr. Sajan Prakash had that place uh, for that event, but unfortunately he couldn't swim that event because he had an injury during uh, the event. So I took his spot up. <clears throat> so I was given that event. So I took it in a very positive way. You know, I've got an extra opportunity, an extra international medal. Um, I still remember the race. It was really nice, but I saw the clock uh, after finishing the race. I saw that I finished second. Okay, <laughs> but I still broke the India's best. So the first place uh, was uh, backed by uh, Matthew Abasing. He's a Sri Lankan swimmer. Uh, he's a he's a totally. He's an Olympian. Yeah, yeah. he's an Olympian. I really look up to him. He's a really beautiful swimmer. But uh, it was, I think, a gap of uh, half a second. But it was a really good race. I mean, I improved um, seven seconds from the time I went in uh, South Africa last time when I swam the 200 meters individual medley. So it was a really tremendous improvement. So I kept that in mind and I was really elated, uh, to be honest. So yeah, Wonderful. it was a really nice feeling. Coming, coming back from South, South Africa with so many disappointments, wasn't this performance very elating and lifting? Yeah, I mean, this is a real confidence booster, to be honest. This is something I've been working for for more than uh, 10 to 12 years for this goal of, you know, India's best. I, I really thought of this as a proper stepping stone to uh, targets like Asian Games or Commonwealth Games, which will come in the upcoming future. So I was really, really happy. Any other special moments of meeting somebody, some great or some personality? Whoever, maybe. Um, I... I got the opportunity to meet uh, Chadley Klo when I was in South Africa. I mean, he's my role model. Um, I always wanted to be like him. He's got that charisma. He's got that sheer attitude, you know, uh, the winning attitude. And he has a really strong mindset. Um, he likes to outwork others, which I really love. Outwork others in the sense he likes to practice better than others, technical aspects and everything. He was really good. and. He was also a very humble person outside the pool. So I really looked up to him and these are the things that really made me a better person too. And uh, you must have learned a lot from him. Sorry? Yeah. You must have learned a lot from him. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Tremendously. Good, I'm good. You're saying something. Okay. You were saying something. No, like I, I was just saying the special moment when I got a photograph with him first time when I was a 15-year-old kid. I was really happy. You know, I, that used to be uh, the wallpaper of my phone for some time. <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. Do, do you train mentally before a competition and before the start of a race? Yes, uh, I do train mentally before a race for a competition. So what we do is uh, basically we follow a technique called uh, visualization. Where um, I think between the heats and finals, I run uh, through the uh, the race through my mind once um, with the correct aspects of how my underwater should be, how my turn should be, and everything. So it's basically I'm doing the race, but it's in my mind, and I take it in present tense, but it's actually not present tense. So I'm just running the race in my mind, and that really helps me calm down during the race, and I really know what to do when it comes to the event. 
so that that's one uh, technique we use and uh, i also try to you know practice a lot of uh, positive affirmations whenever not only during competition but it's become a habit you know just talking to people be positive always use good words stuff like that so those are the two things i really focus on when it comes to mind training very nice okay uh, can you tell us about your other training regimes how do you train uh, physically the physical conditioning part and uh, what uh, daily routines you follow so uh, how long is your day as far as swimming is concerned yeah <laughs> it it is completely different from what it is right now during lockdown and what it was before lockdown but the outside the swimming part we try to keep it consistent because once we go into uh, the swimming part it will be fine so what we do normally is um, in the pool we practice morning and evening um, about 2 hours in the pool so it's 4 hours a day and uh, we do that 5 times a week so uh, the wednesday and sunday's off so monday tuesday thursday friday saturday we train 4 uh, hours a day in the water and um, i also do things outside the pool uh, 3 times a week uh, i do a strength and conditioning uh, conditioning session where uh, right now i've gone into lifting uh, weights doing more of compound lifting and stuff like that because uh, i see power as an element i need to improve upon so we have got from light weights and more sessions to more heavier weights and lesser sessions to increase the muscle mass and stuff like that and also i do yoga yoga has always been a part of my training regime for more than 10 years i think uh, we do it normally as a recovery session during wednesday and sunday so that's what we typically do uh, that's not my swimming plan is Absolutely. There will be a lot of pressure representing the country. So much of self expectation, expectation from the fans, followers, the country, the whole promotion, expectation from coaches, the association. And how do you handle all this pressure, the anxiety, the pre-competitive nerves? So uh, what I tell myself is, uh, if you don't get anxious or if you don't feel the pressure for the race. then basically you don't you're not looking at it as your personally as a really important goal for yourself but nervousness is a bad thing i really admit that so what i do to tackle nervousness personally is 2 uh, 3 months before the actual competition i make sure i work really hard so that when i get to the competition i know that i've done the work then why do i need to feel nervous in the first place so what i do normally is uh, i write my workouts down every day you know like uh, if i have done this workout in swimming this workout in gym i write it down and i write down what went good that day for example i felt really nice in the water um this lap i went really fast or this lift i did really well or we increased the weight those things i write it down so then uh, some 2 3 days before the competition i i have 2 3 months of data already with me and i look back and i see like oh i have done the work you know then what is the reason for being nervous during the competition like i've done the work it's just i just need to go there and swim so that's one thing i really do to tackle nervousness and obviously you tend to get nervous even though you do do these things and that time i think breathing is a very important thing i yes, like to focus yes. on my breath i like to focus yes. on my breath it's like little bit of a meditative state where you don't let your thoughts go all the directions you know like a horse with blinders yes, and stuff yes. like that so you focus on your breath let your thoughts you know come um, slow down and uh, focus you know so that's what i do tackle nervousness very good very good 
So you may say you are looking at the positive side, the brighter side of things, always focusing on the positive and what, what really works for you. That's a really good yes. way of uh, looking at things. Now we normally call this uh, as a compare it to the seesaw. You know the seesaw. So when your confidence is high, the fear represented by worry, anxiety, nervousness, pressure goes down. Okay. When you are not prepared well, when you are not doing enough effort for some reason, if your confidence is going low, automatically your pressure, your fear goes up. So yeah. always, when you are well prepared, you're looking at the positive, brighter side of things, confidence is high, and the fear is low. That's the yeah. way to look at it. Going the right direction. Yeah. So you told me uh, you are in the fifth semester of of your um, degree in psychology at Jain College. Also, you also wish to pursue sports psychology. Uh, tell me how important is the psyche in sports performance? You already had a taste of it. Yeah. Mind, uh, psyche is the most important thing to be honest. You have to be mentally strong. Uh, the first thing obviously is if you want to achieve something, if you want to go to that level, you really have to believe in yourself no matter what. It's I know it sounds very simple, but people actually can't do that, some of them. And only the people who actually believe in themselves really well can reach that uh, state uh, of, you know, maybe an Olympic podium or something like that. And, you know, there's the saying that um, uh, when you go to the Olympics, an Olympic final, when you go to the Olympic final, uh, all the eight swimmers uh, who are there in the Olympic final, they are equally physically uh, skilled, basically, you know. So how you, then how do you get to the top? You have to be mentally strong. That's the only way. No, and um, one more reason why the mind is very strong is it's very very easy to perform when the conditions are all really good. You know, uh, for example, there's perfect weather. Um, your mind, you're like you know you are happy the previous day and stuff like that. But when things go down, for example, there's problems in your family or uh, you had a fight with your friend, for example or uh, you haven't been performing for a few years uh, continuously then when the things are not i mean the conditions are not favorable that's when the psych comes in play and that time when you don't have a strong mind you're literally going to collapse so i think uh, uh, that's okay. psychology as a course you know because i didn't want to go for i really love to take medicine uh, I actually wanted to take microbiology but the thing is I wanted to do something which will really help me in the sport so I really uh, uh, really got interested in psychology and that's why I took all the best yeah now uh, okay now uh, uh, talking about as you said now uh, at the highest level the mind is very important they say at the highest level it is 99% mental and maybe only one or two person separates you skill-wise and physically. Okay, who is mentally stronger, who is more hopeful, who is more confident, goes on to win the race. So that's very important. And uh, what comes in the way of mental toughness? Why do people are, can't be mentally tough? What is the most important factor that comes in the way of mental toughness? Um, the most important factor, that there are a lot of aspects. I think the most important factor according to me is uh, the people who you are around. I know this sounds weird, but trust me, the people who you're around really makes a huge difference. If you're around positive people, you also become a more positive person. The things, the things you listen to on an everyday basis, for example, 
the things what your friends are saying your parents are saying or the tv shows that you're watching everything goes in your subconscious mind you know and that that makes the person who you are so i really believe that being around psych, uh, positive uh, things positive people will make the biggest difference and that is actually the barrier for most of the people okay you are not with negative people you are always with positive people even then something can come in the way what is the opposite of mental toughness what we easily call as in common man's language mental weakness what is that weakness that weakness is always always giving in to your actual weaknesses giving in to your the negative thoughts giving in to your emotions if you can handle that where i prepare for the worst and now a lot of international athletes uh, prepare themselves to face those unexpected situations where, where something can go wrong something can go bad we all you already mentioned about michael phelps when he goggles broke and he slipped and he could you know you know how that incident how we won the yeah. race through visualization so now elite athletes also prepare be mentally prepared to face some of the unexpected situation facing the worst that can happen it's not that you are expecting the worst but you need to be prepared if something goes wrong you can't lose your self control over there so you can't panic you need to be in self control as if nothing has happened so you you can also prepare yourself so if in, in case something happens in case the event is postponed in case the weather has gone bad in case something that is not that is something out of your comfort zone as you said no if you if you have to swim in europe and other things the weather is very chill out there so sometimes we don't know what can happen so yeah. you can be prepared for those circumstances okay very nice i think i think uh, that the most important thing is to not fall for emotions like you said because when exactly. emotions come into play that's when the mind goes in all directions you know so i think exactly. emotion and there's a reaction there's a reaction because of negative emotions because yes. this is a body on the body also there is a reaction okay because of that you can't swim properly you can't execute properly okay exactly yeah see my book is by the the name of my book is success mantra in sports according to me the uh, mantra for success in sports is starting you know you need to have the basic talent then you need to practice properly you can't practice wrong that in the sense now we have changed that phrase to perfect practice makes a man perfect so you need to get the right coach perfect in the practice in the right way so that after your ground world you can unlearn those mistakes or wrong techniques so the next right techniques improving on your skills and working hard working hard you repeat the the theory of repetition you know doing it the same thing every day working hard putting in more effort so then then comes your mental toughness what is mental toughness you need to be in control of your emotions you need to be positive you need to be focused control of your emotions that will give you the success in sports yes that's it okay then um, what have you been doing during this uh, three months of corona lockdown period um this corona lockdown period is honestly been, uh, uh, like a roller coaster ride for me both uh, physically and emotionally uh, obviously emotionally you know i i could i didn't know what to do basically like how to spend my time it was I, i had too much free time i don't know if people can relate to this when you have too much free time you don't know what to do but then slowly i started uh, you know doing uh, the things which i have to do for example work on something which i didn't have time when i had uh, 
when i didn't have time during swimming work working on something you know but i wanted to do a course on nutrition for a long time and uh, i got it done uh, so i did that and also i'm also developing new new habits basically uh, i'm learning more about yoga i'm taking cold showers actually i'm seeing a lot of uh, videos of wim Ho wim hof i don't know whether you've heard of him he's a youtuber and um, he has this really good ideology about cold showers and breathing exercises so i'm practicing those yeah also yeah. we are practicing uh, new forms of diet we are experimenting with new forms of diet because this is the time i really believe you can do such things you can't do during practice like uh, for example uh, ketogenic diet you know where you don't eat any carbs and uh, <clears throat> eat only proteins and fat obviously i'm vegetarian so it's hard but we still tried it you know we are trying different things we are trying uh, detoxification uh, you know where they're basically removing all the toxins of the body through different uh, things uh, liquid detoxification uh, we do that foot dip on the hot water with epsom salt uh, we we are trying a lot of different even aroma therapy we we got a new uh, oil diffuser we are practicing aroma therapy and all those things also i have been attending uh, this um, coaches uh, workshop they they've been having with the swimming federation of india which was really really interesting uh, so yeah that's how i've been spending my time and also obviously uh, watching tv and connecting to my friends you mentioned about two important things one was meditation which you learned in this uh, thing meditation is very important there are lots of advantages with meditation that will help you as an athlete and the second was breathing exercise is the most most important thing so what happens when you are very anxious or uh, uh, because uh, before the race there is a bit of anxiety a bit of anxiety is good because it's called as useful stress okay too much you know what will happen but still anxiety should be there because that means you are bodily and mentally prepared for the event you can't be apathetic as no as i don't care but but you because you are serious about the competition that's good actually because it raises your intensity okay then you are, it prepares you to go into the pool and give your best because swimming is a burst of energy it's not like any other sport where you can maintain be calm throughout it's not like that you have to get in the pool and you get your energy will just burst and speed has to go fast you know that's the way so deep breathing actually we is the what what can you do during nervous and anxious moments okay you don't have much time change your mindset and take deep breath changing your mindset will prevent your mind going astray going becoming too anxious and uh, uh, becoming too negative going into that fear mode uh, it will bring you back to the present we make you more focused so that's what positive thinking does to you but still because of anxiety your body might have tensed up a little bit your muscles might have tensed up so deep breathing takes care of that when you take a deep breath you send a lot lot of oxygen to the brain and the brain function that's a functions that is optimum and when the yes. brain gets enough energy yes. you are the oxygen supply to the muscles also happen uh, in a in a rapid manner so that the muscles relax faster so there are only two things you can do so deep breathing you are do you do abdominal breathing yes, abdominal? Do abdominal. yes abdominal belly breathing right okay yeah belly breathing exactly and do you do rhythmic breathing that's what we call it as a roller coaster wave method four in, in four inhalations one or two holding the breath for two counts then five six counts exhalation that that's a, yes. that's what you call rhythmic breathing that's wonderful anything pranayama also you can practice it's similar to rhythmic breathing so these are yes. all very very important any 
before any execution or if you take deep breaths you will be aware of what you are doing you will be mindful and uh, your muscles will be uh, not very cold but still flexible and relaxed if your muscles are tight and tense you will not be executed smoothly so before doing anything special where it's a nervous moment where the challenge is higher than your think those moments are very nervous sometimes before giving a speech before presenting something before the uh, boss or anything of that sort these are the moments before which you need to take a deep breath not one at least five so you will be back to your normal be more confident and uh, you will be able to think properly and you can execute and do whatever you want so anyways uh, we had a very good interactive session uh, uh, shiva yes sir so yes, sir. wish you thank you for taking part in this talk show i wish you all the very best i thank hope you, you qualify for the olympics and go on and bring a medal to the country so i wish you. you all the best in the future endeavors sure Hope sir you see you soon okay wonderful thank yeah. you very much thank you sir bye thank you